Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology, episode 182, and we're continuing our Planets in Profile series. And so this one is the Leo Sun, what it is to be a Leo, what it is to have Leo, where in your chart is Leo, and we're going to do a fun, wonderful deep dive about the Leo archetype with, yay, she's back, Rachel Middleton, my cohort. And, uh, <laughs> and so um, unfortunately, um, Lindsay is in, fortunately for her, she's on vacation in, in Italy, but um, I just, and, and Michelle, who we will introduce you to very shortly, she is ready to join us too. So we're like this Charlie's Angels of Astrology. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, so I just wanted to say thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you for joining us. You're totally welcome. So excited to be here. She's so glamorous. You know, I'm like, okay, Rachel's a mom and, and we go with the flow. She's got two young children and, and she is naturally beautiful. And I was shocked. I'm like, oh my God, look at her. She's got makeup on. It's like, all right, everybody, you know, like you think it's hard to get a picture of Bigfoot. It's like, no, 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 Rachel with makeup. This is more valuable. <laughs> so anyway, you look great either way. But I know for me with Leo season, it's like, okay, what is Leo? The ruler is the sun. And I have to say, am I biased? Of course, I'm a Leo, Leo sun, sun and moon. Um, so I made sure my hair was streaked and uh, got my roots done <laughs> and hair, right? It's all about the hair. But anyway, I just thought we would start with, you know, just kind of like the qualities of the, of Leo and um, the Leo. I'll just read you know just quickly like a little little delineation of what what leo is and then i'm going to ask you rachel if you could just you know you you do your your rachel thing and uh we'll just we'll just roll with uh cool cool stream of consciousness and stories um and i have funny stories from my childhood too which are like totally leo archetype but anyway so like according to the ancients leo is the it's ruled by the sun and um the nature of the sun is to build so I'm reading this from, this is according to the wonderful D Demetra George uh, Bible for ancient astrology and theory and practice. So the nature of the sun is to build. Its essence, according to Valens, Vettius Valens, is the ruler of light. Don't mind that Rachel's name is up there. It's just, she's doing her mom thing. So we, we just roll with, with it all. It, it works, you know, she's got all these like Gemini planets and it's just, it works. What can I say? Okay, so its essence is, to, is the ruler of light. From a modern perspective, it's the archetype of the leader um, and the illuminator. And the qualities, um, oh, also in the Babylonians uh, called uh, the sun, Shamash, the god of justice, divination, oaths, the solar disk of radiating sunbeams. Oaths and loyalty are like a huge thing with Leos. It's like, oh my God, if you if you ever betray a Leo, like, wow, you know, watch out. <laughs> so very important. The heart, right? It's, it's all about the heart. And, um, and the spine, you know, in medical astrology, it rules the heart and the spine. So um, the, the Leo, the lion, you know, the king of the forest, not afraid to have a spine, stand up, you know, being that leader, being strong. In the Greek, um, it's Helios. So Helios is the God who sees all. Phoebus, brilliant, witness to oaths, drives the chariot of the sun across the sky. This is all Vedius bounds. Um, cults on Kos and Rhodes. So these are Greek islands. And so there were sun cults in the ancient, in the ancient days, sun cults. Um, and the meaning, uh, according to 
Vettius, the sun is the light of the mind, the organ of perception. This is in his Vettius Balance Anthology. Um, light of the mind, organ of perception of the soul. I love that, the organ of perception of the soul. Um, the king, kingly office, persons of high repute, judgments, judgment, crowns of office, popular leadership, father, height of fortune. So you get a, a sense for, you know, how the ancients um, understood. So, um, you know, saying that, I would just say, okay, you know, where do we go from here on that one? Well, yeah, I love that sight, um, the, the perception. Of, uh, I always think also it related to sight, what you can, your, your eyes, one of the eyes I think is really is ruled by the sun. Um, and then it's also like what you wanna be seen for also, like how you wanna show up in the world. The sun always, I think of kind of like as the ruler of the day sect and it being like, you know, people that are born in the day, day people, have this desire to like be known for something in their life, like stand out for their individuality. Um, and uh, th that's like the solar consciousness because Leo is ruled by the sun. Nothing's exalted in Leo. It's so solar. It's, um, you know, the day triplicity ruler. There's just so much dignity and, and dignity is also a word I think of with Leo period, you know, okay. um, maybe Leo is dignity, but yeah, it's like, and so it's like, they're super strong. Um, and it's like such a strong energy. Like you can't, the sun is so interesting because it's so overwhelming yet. It's sometimes like, you can't really look at it. It's invisible because it just fills the whole space. Um, it's like, it's hard to kind of, it's very spiritual as well. Like, um, you show up, everything about you really is the sun, how you, how you, how you, how you are like projecting your light out into the world so it's it's more than your profession but it's also your profession you know it's like um it, it has a lot of like it's it's like your soul you know which, which is another word for sun so it's it's super powerful yeah that, wow that's interesting i never connected that soul the word s-o-l soul is similar to soul yeah wow that's that's fascinating it just shows you how on spot on the ancients were with that and the soul, like I know when, when Achuta taught us, it's like the spirit soul. It's like the eternal part of us, the unchanging soul, which is, you know, from lifetime to lifetime, the essence of who we are in every lifetime. And where the moon, by contrast, is the part of ourselves that it's the other luminary. And it's, you know, where it's like the, the contact of the soul in the material world and the and the reflection of, of that. And you know, the container in which the soul resides. So that's why it rules the physical body. So yeah, so that's, um, I just, I love that soul and soul. Yeah. And like you, it's funny you were saying about burning up. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we Leos can very, get very playful. You know, it's about the big kid archetype. And I'd love to talk to you about that. Um, and, and just, um, and it can sometimes, <laughs> like some people like, stop being such a child. It's like, but we're just big kids, you know? Absolutely. Uh, Leo is uh, forever young in spirit and loves to have fun. You know, that's a very important thing for Leo. They need that. Actually, they really need that. And also like the freedom to do what they want. That's like kind of what fun means when you're an adult sometimes, but also when you're a kid, believe me, that the, the willfulness of all the fire signs to just be themselves um, is like, 
So in Aries, it's the cardinal first spark of identity. And in Leo, you really have that identity in a fixed form. And so like, you know what you like and you wanna do that a lot. Um, and so to follow your heart is a real good Leo advice. It's good for everybody, but it's really good for Leo, uh, which also rules the heart, you know, but met, right. met it and physically. Yeah, and the, and the heart, uh, you know, what you're saying about making it fun, when I look back on my life and I think, I remember um, years ago, I, I, I was getting fun and silly and I would sign my name on like documents and things. I'd put Irliana Samsara, comma, you know, like people have MBA and MFA and all that. It's like, and I just put CF, CF, um, wait, CIF, chief instigator of fun, <laughs> you know? It's just natural to me. I didn't think of it as a Leo thing. I'm like, isn't everybody wanting that? But, um, and also when you said about- Also the chief part is very Leo. The chief is Leo too. The chief, yes. Yeah, we're not gonna be Indians. We have to be the chief. Um, and I'm here, this is actually on my, um, my in, this index card on my, on, there's an index card on my desk and I wrote this out. I don't know if you could read that, but I put, and this is to remind me, you know, when, when things get difficult and bogged down, you know, it was like, oh, you know, um, I have, let's have a joyful time doing this. So my wonderful um, writing coach, Holly Pagberg um, of Loving the Process. Awesome, awesome. If you want to be the creator, right? This is the season, right? You know, the, when it's Leo season, um, but especially, um, yeah, it's just a loud combo, writing and creativity, creation, children, play. Play is like, you know, God playing with the world. Oh, let's do seven days a week. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, so the cre creation is, is very much the Leo archetype. But I wrote this down on this index card. Let's have a joyful time doing this. So when I get bogged down and I wake up in the morning and sometimes I'm like, oh God, I'm tired or whatever. It's like, no, you know, or I, I, I think of myself having to do something like a chore. I'm like, no, 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 no. We have to have fun doing it. Let's have a joyful time doing this. That, that's like so, yeah. That is so great. I love that. That is such, that's a great, that's a great Leo tip. Uh, people can learn a lot from Leo as far as how to get motivated because they have so much. Uh, they do, they have a lot of drive. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, they, they, their standards are super high for themselves, you know, as like whatever their personal thing is you know some of them it's professionally focused some of them it's just whatever it is they have like they're strong-willed um and so that it's hard for other people to keep up sometimes with that energy <laughs> i'm like, laughing because it's true i yeah i mean but i love it i have venus and leo and so i love that energy i really respect it and i and i and i and i have fun with leo they are so much fun um they really know how to have fun they can sometimes have a little too much fun <laughs> you know that's one thing that fire uh, like, oh my God. yeah but they're comfortable with those extreme emotions in a in so fire and water the two emotional elements you know a fire is very comfortable in a certain way with um expressing emotions they're not as comfortable as the water signs in receiving emotions necessarily. Sometimes they're like, hey, they don't like things to get too heavy, but um, they definitely, um, it's hard for people to understand fire if they don't realize that they are very sensitive because they seem like, oh, um, they're so confident, they're so strong, they're so um, bold, they must not like have feelings. That's not true at all. They're very sensitive. 
all the fire signs very very sensitive i find and and i also find with leo's i mean i, I speaking for myself it's like the whole thing about emotion and like you know like you said oh you i my feelings get hurt and the thing is it's just like a cat you, they don't show it's really hard to see what's what's wrong when a cat's i'm going through this right now you know when a cat's not feeling well and it's like they'll hide under the bed and that's what we leos do it's like when our feelings get hurt we don't walk around and go, my feelings have been hurt it's like you kind of like like the wounded lion and you go back to the den and you kind of nurse lick your wounds and then you feel better and you and and it's so it's so it's so true it's like something i've done my whole life so hundred percent. You very rarely see a Leo that's not doing great because they're hiding out when they're not doing great. It's not because they never don't do great. It's because they usually hide out under those circumstances. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, you hurt my feelings. You know, it's like, oh, you know, like somebody, you know, when I break something down, if I'm upset, it's like, it's like I'm a big kid and I go, you know, well, he yelled at me or she yelled at me. She wasn't nice. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't show that to the world, but man, that's really what's going on inside. So it's, ah. but yeah. And, and we can definitely overpower with the um, thing and, and lead and drive. Like everything you said is so true. And I'm going to share a funny story. Um, I actually said this at my, my, I gave the eulogy at my mother's funeral and I wanted people to know, you know, what kind of a person she was. She was a Libra, grace under pressure for sure. But this is when her grace got tested. The Leo, uh, she's having the birthday party. I was seven years old and she's, yeah, she was cooking, um, you know, this big, uh, all the relatives were coming on Sunday for dinner, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins, you know, at the whole house, we're going to have this big, party that you know for uh with dinner and you know the uh, seven course meal and the birthday cake and you know the whole the whole thing and um and i was like well okay um i actually have a sister who is also a leo we're four years and five days apart so because we're we our birthdays are only five days apart we have them we she would typically celebrate a double birthday party well you know leo does not want to share the spotlight you know, you cannot do that. Um, I was great to have a party and I knew I'd get lots of gifts and, you know, treats and everything, but I'm like, okay, that's nice, but I wanted more. And in our, in our family, our friends didn't mingle with, um, with the fan, like the kids down the street, we didn't like have them over and mix them with the aunts and uncles and cousins. It was just like the cousins and the family. And then the friends were like some other thing. So, um, but in this case, of course, that, you know, I was going to have it differently. So I called up my friends and I invited them to, it was Saturday, the, the party, the big party was Sunday, but I'm like, hey, you know what? On Saturday, I'm going to have a party. It's just be my party. And well, you're all invited. So they're like, oh, okay. So I, I invited five or seven of my little friends and they're, and, but I knew that if I asked my mother for this, she's busy. She's like got her, you know, all these, this, she's not going to say yes. So I, I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I won't tell her, you know, I just kind of like not tell her, you know, right? Can you just see this? So um, all I know is that uh, at the hour that they were arriving and I'm like, hey, mom, you know, and she's like the doorbell's ringing and she's like, well, who's there? I'm like, well, like these girls he's like okay like what's going on and i'm like well i invited them to a party and my mother's like oh okay and she looks out the window and there's a stream of little girls walking down the street with the you know petticoats and like fancy party dresses and their mother is walking them with holding hands with their mother with a big 
gift under their arm walking down the street and my mother's like holy moly these kids are arriving for a party and I'm, the kitchen is a mess with food prep and I'm like she had nothing so she she was so resourceful she jumped in and and all right, you know, grace under pressure. We're, we're not gonna do, we're just gonna handle it. So she made this uh, birthday cake. Like, I think she actually, she couldn't make a birthday cake in no time. So she took ice cream and I don't know, maybe had a little ready-made cake and she, oh, I know, we all made our own sundaes. So there's sprinkles and chocolate sauce. And we were like, everybody loved it. We didn't care it was on cake. We made our own flavors and made her, you know, do it yourself, you know, sundaes. And then for, you know, you always had the, um, the, the prizes and the parties, you know, you'd, the pin the down, you know, whoever won musical chairs, you get a prize. Well, she didn't have any prizes, so she made them up. And I remember there was this metal uh, can of, it was Calumet baking powder. And it was like this old, this metal can, you know, and, and she, it was empty and she cut a slit in the top of it. So it made it like a coin bank. And, and, and we were like, this is great. You know, everybody loved it. But then of course, at the end of the day, there was, everybody went home and there was hell to pay because she was like, what are you doing? You know, I can't believe it. But I'm like, hey, I had my party and I was not gonna. So if that's not Leo archetype. <laughs> That is a great story. And it is so Leo too, because birthdays, oh my God, I agree. Leo cannot have a joint birthday. I've had this issue come up in the past with Leos, like in a friendship group. I'm like, we can't have a group party for Leo. We can't. <laughs> That's like a slap in the face. Like the sun wants to be, seriously, the sun is so, um, it wants like, okay, so you know that like the, the glyph for the sun, it's like, says it all it's the center of attention like it's the center of the universe and it's like i think people feel like a little bit shy the opposite of what leo leo can be so shy and so stage fright because on the other side of it what they're trying to develop is that courage and that full bravery to be themselves so it doesn't happen overnight so you're right that being in your youth, that stage of childhood is very Leonian because there's, let me just tell you as a mother, uh, I have a two-year-old, a four-year-old and a 17-year-old. You um, are not self-conscious the whole time. Like there's a period of like early infancy where you're totally unconscious. Then you come into your self-consciousness and you're totally excited about it and you there's no shame about it. And then you go into your teenagehood and you have the self-consciousness and then you're self-conscious about your self-consciousness. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a big spot of like being um, uh, yourself and like, that's Leo, like, like the self that is uncritical of the self, like that's Virgo, that's next month, <laughs> you know? But so, and, and Leo's are like the, the one thing I think of the word for Leo is prou proud. You know, they're proud of, and so some people have issue with that word. And, you know, it's one of the deadly sins, pride taken to um, its shadow side is definitely got its issues. But when a Leo is proud of another person too, like they love to be a fan of somebody, they have so much promotional energy. They're great. Uh, and, and to promote oneself is not a bad thing, especially if it's authentic, which usually it is. So Leo needs to do things that make them proud of themselves and they need to stop being, they need to be proud of what they, of being proud. You know, it's like a, a super weird thing when you meet like uh, a shy Leo, it happens a lot or, or like 
when you sense shyness in a Leo, it's like, oh, what's this like underpaw part of the Leo, <laughs> the Leo that's like, very sensitive? Oh, curious. <laughs> well, there, there's two things that I wanted to mention when you said that. The one is the promoting. Um, I had a whole career in PR and you know, in, in New York and, you know, years before I moved into the spiritual work and the sound healing, energy medicine, and then astrology. But um, I, and I still am to this day, it's like, I'm always like, all right, my, in my world, not only am I a rock star, I consider everybody is a rock star. And if you're a rock star, then you got to behave like a rock star. You got to look like one, you got to show up like one. And I, if you forgot, I'm going to remind you whether you want to be reminded or not is another story, but we're <laughs> we're going to remind you and everything is fabulous and you're a rock star and like stand up for that person's light like that's that's what I find like I, I know my purpose in life is to just stand for people so that's what I do in the astrology readings right it's like you see the greatness you literally you know as you as you know we see the greatness of that person literally represented mathematically in time and space. So we know, and we know what's going to hang them up and we know what's going to help them. And, you know, we, we got that. And so we're all for like, I am the biggest cheerleader, like to go out and be outrageous and life, you know? So the promoting part is, is huge. And the other thing I wanted to say, Rachel, was um, when you said about um, adoration, it's like, um, not only is everybody wonderful, but then when us Leos create things, and, and this is a running joke with my friend that I live with. I mean, it's so funny. Like, and I found myself, I laughed about it. She, she has a Leo sister. So she said, oh, believe me, I know, I know this archetype. But she, every little thing, I mean, it could be just the simple little, you know, task that I had to do. And let's just say, you know, I, I don't know, nothing's really coming up for me right now, but, um, you know, even if it's a dumb thing, like an like say making a spreadsheet, you know, it's like, and I finish it and I go, look at this. And I get a, look at what I did, right? Look what I did. Isn't this wonderful? And she, yes, it's what and you have to say to Leo. Yes, it's fabulous. It's wonderful. Because you can't be criticized. That is so right on, you know, nothing cannot be criticized it's that they must be praised it's not that they they will take a criticism if it's honest they don't like it they really but if you are honestly trying to help them be better they'll take it but if you don't give them if you're cold you know it's so hot it's the opposite it's like they they it's like they need that that's why i love them they're so warm and they're so like you know like a lot of the times um they can be they're weak for flattery they can be they can be that's one of their weaknesses but i always tell people that have children with that are either leo's son or have a strong placement in leo like you know give them a give them an extra round of applause for you know it's like because there was this whole movement when I, in an early like crunchy hippie mothering when i was punished by rewards how you shouldn't like if somebody brings you an artwork that you shouldn't be like that's so wonderful blah 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 you're so great and I always was like, well, I don't know, because of my Venus and Leo. It's like, I definitely like, and that's how you, you make a big deal about children's accomplishments because they're so excited about it. They're so proud about it. It's like the way that a child is proud of themselves. It, there's really something that actually lights your whole heart up when they come to you with that. It really is that great. I mean, there's definitely you know, you can make a Saturnian joke, like, that's not that good, <laughs> you know, that part. <laughs> right, the opposite, I, uh, luminary, I, I, yeah. 
but actually I love children's artwork. Some of the, some of the ways that they can do things creatively, you're talking about creativity and it's totally true. Like it's, it's an adult couldn't replicate it. You know, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and for everybody listening here that is, you know, new to the channel and all, or maybe just new to astrology, you know, of course the, um, the archetype of Leo covers fertility. Um, you know, like pregnancy is more of a, a Cancerian thing, but it's, you know, being fertile, like the creative self that you are fertile with ideas, whether you create children, like physical, you know, creation, or it can be just artistic or, you know, anything like that. It's, you know, hugely, um, creativity is a huge uh, thing and being independent, you know, like, hey, you know, I'm, maybe it's got swagger on the shadow side, but um, that whole, you know, I'm, I'm like, if the Cancerian archetype was birth, like we covered in the previous episode, um, you know, the, the Thema Mundi, the birth of the world um, is cancer, right? It's the emergence from the womb, right? And now Leo is like the energy gets passed to Leo. So the baby is out of the womb and it's his own independent self, right? That's Leo's. My mother used to say, oh, you're so fiercely independent. It's like, yeah, man, you know, mom, you gave birth to Leo. What do you, what do you expect? But um, it's that independence. And, and it's like, hey, I am, like you were saying earlier, Rachel, I am myself. First, you're like not individuated. And then you kind of get it. And you're like, hey, I'm, I'm God. I can go make this happen. I can push somebody off their bicycle, like, you know, or I can create something and, and dance and, you know, it's like full self-expression. And, you know, you said emotion earlier and I read somewhere, I don't even, I wish I could remember exactly where that emotion and like E and then dash motion was related to Leo and how like all the fire signs need to move. Right. Um, and it's that fixed fire is the the centripetal force of, of um, you know, the sun. It's like extremely, um, you can do a lot of repetitive movements with Leo. Like you can just do the same, like you can get on a, a grind uh, with Leo. I, I always tell all the fixed sun people that like your strength is your weakness. You gotta be careful. Like you don't, so strong, like vital wise, like they can, they can, they can test the limits of their health more than other signs without like falling like down, but then they can just burn out completely, you know, as a result of just burning the candle at both ends and being able to just will themselves through it. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, and then, so what vitalizes the fire sign too is actually being around warmth, uh, the fire, uh, like a, like a, the fire being in the sunshine for sure, uh, for Leo's. Is, is helpful to, to vitalize themselves if they're feeling down. Um, also yes. like being a campfire or some kind of like, even if you if candle is all you have, you know? Um, I think candle is, is Aries, a match is Aries, the sun is Leo, and then a fire is like Sag, but all the fire signs can benefit from the element exposure to it. Yes, as a matter of fact, oh, can you hold on? I just wanna, uh, I gotta pause and plug my computer in just, just a second. Okay, I got my thing plugged in. Um, you know, I just wanted to share what you were saying earlier, Rachel, about, um, it reminded me about sunshine and how the sun is so important. And I, I know, when, I remember when I, when I bought my house, um, I bought a, 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 I had to make sure that it was Southern exposure and um, the living room 
um, you know, full of light. And like, even that, even that's not enough. I painted the living room walls as like bright yellow. And then I did, I was so reluctant to put in uh, curtains because even a fat piece of fabric covering a little bit of that window would be like, so I ended up using blinds and maybe like sheer curtains over that. It was like, I had to. And I, I remember when a friend of mine came over, he's a Virgo, and he'd come over to visit. He'd, he'd sit on the sofa and he'd keep his sunglasses on. I was like, I used to say, you know what? Remind me never to buy real estate with you because you would want the log cabin in the woods, and which is basically he lived in the in the shade, you know. I had to have the song, so you know, it's 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 real. The other thing I wanted to say too was, in terms of, I used to get very depressed in when I grew up in the Northeast, and I remember getting in fall, feeling that sadness of the slow, the lowering, the days getting shorter and shorter, and it used to really freak me out when we did do the time change because of again that loss of light. And of course, spring was like my favorite season, spring and summer. But the the only way I found myself, and this might be useful for people, the, the way I never had depression again because of that lack of sun, which I know in the northern climates, what do they call it, SAD, seasonal affective disorder. Um, I was eating, uh, I changed my diet and I was uh, raw food, raw vegan. And all there's so much trapped sunlight. When you think about it, fresh uncooked greens, fresh fruits and vegetables. So when we, you know, if you're feeling depressed, just eat a lot of fresh uncooked fruits and vegetables. And that really, that you're getting that sunlight in a, in a different way if you can't get it, you know, any other way. So I just want to mention that. That's amazing. I love that. And I can, I totally could see that. Uh, that's, that's really, yeah. Vitality is what one to the sun, right? And then, so Leos have a strong vitality. And um, I was also going to mention, you know, I definitely think herb, herb wise, um, turmeric is a great Leo solar herb, in my opinion, too. It's super like that golden, like that bright. And then it, you know, it acts on, you know, also it's it's like a it's such a powerful like does so many things um in that's the body. my favorite spice turmeric curry yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you and do you like heat too do you like spicy food um actually i don't like the spicy like uh, fragrant spicy but not like hot spicy yeah. okay it's like too much for me so i'm wimpy in that regard oddly enough but yeah but that that yeah, I never thought about turmeric and why I love marigolds and zinnias so much. Hello, they're bright orange and bright red and they, they thrive in the sun. You know, don't give me impatience. If you're going to buy me a birthday present, do not buy me shade plants. And I love mangoes, the same thing, the color of turmeric, mango, you know, you, yeah, it's, it's fascinating how it correlates. Any advice for, um, or Leo's like how to handle a Leo or how to, um, I know we mentioned a little bit earlier, but like maybe the, um, you know, the shadow side of a Leo, like vanity, obviously. Yeah. Um, definitely Leo loves to be, you know, adored. It really wants so badly. Um, the way that um, you feel like, in a romantic relationship early on or like with a really little kid. Eventually everybody outgrows this type of like, everything you do is so wonderful type of adoration. But there's this desire to stay in that moment as long as possible. With Leo, 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because that is a really um, wonderful, powerful, magical place. The problem is that it's like, it's, it's not, it can't freeze forever in that, that little time zone. So like the, the, the sun is a seed essence, right? That is that essence of pure love is what you need to take with you and plant into everything and shine as like a central light to all that you do. Um, th the thing that makes you that full of love, that proud, that want to, wanting to be seen, you need to clarify what that is and to, to remember what that is at all times. But you need to go beyond that too, right? It need, that needs to be, that's what happens more in Virgo. What, but, but what Leo's doing is really coming to terms with what that is. And that's a huge thing. It's like people asking, well, what do you want to do with your life? Or what's the meaning of life? These are really big spiritual questions more so than anything, you know? Um, so like the advice I would give to people about dealing with Leos is don't discount this, them. <clears throat> and, and I guess I would give this to Leos too, like get through the superficiality, right? You have to look past the glaring light of the sun to get to the core of the sun, which is hard, right? Because it burns <laughs> your right. eyes. You have to <laughs> close your eyes to do it. You have to feel the warmth to do it, right? You have to do it with your thought and with your heart. You cannot go to the center of the sun with your eyes, right? So um, you have to look beyond. It's Leo's beauty goes beyond skin deep. And Leo has to remember that and... and um, that they do know that because what Leo really wants, sometimes they can be vain and really into to presenting the best self, but not, not always. Um, it's what they are is that they, they really want to, because I don't think that you're vain or in any capacity. And I've met a lot of Leos that are, I mean, I don't know you so well your whole lifetime. I'm sure you've experienced all forms of emotions. Like we all have, right. You don't have to be a Leo to be vain either, but um Leo really wants to be seen for their true self that is distinct, that is different from everybody else. They want to be like a trendsetter, not a follower. They want to be a leader, you know? So it's like, um, so in that way, they can be a little bit like self-centered, you know, because like the, the, they're thinking about themselves in a way that is actually appropriate, right? Nobody else should be thinking about them that much though, necessarily. Like it's great for them to think about themselves that much, but it's necess not necessary that everybody else is gonna give them as much thought. That's the one thing that's like a shocker for children, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm not really the center of the universe. That's hard to, for them to like, you know, to, to get out, but we must, we must experience that letdown. <laughs> right. It's all part of life. You know, and I, I like too, when you said about warmth and all, like sometimes, you know, we can uh, be overpowering, you know, and, and burn people up, you know, in that fire and essence. Um, and and my, what, what I had to learn to tame the ego and to tame that kind of energy that's taken me my whole life is to think instead of the flame of a fire, think warm embers cozy, soft, warm, so people can cozy up by a fire, you know, that feels good and, and they can be comfortable. But if you're burning, you're gonna chase people away, so.
you know what other like form of fire I always think of for Leo? I do know about moxibustion, that act, Chinese, that little fire stick and that ember. Yeah, I always think of that like, cause it's round too, as a Leo thing. It's like just, and it's so healing. That's very powerful medicine, that stuff, moxa. Oh, moxibustion in the Chinese medicine. Yeah, the cupping, there's those little glass cups that they put on people's backs and it makes like those little marks for little, yeah. Yeah, it's no, the mugwort stick, the fiery, it's the hot stick of the mugwort. And it's like, you put it on fire, it looks like a cigar. And then you put the acupressure with, with heat with, instead of with needles. Okay. Yeah. And totally. Um, it's, I've had it before myself a lot and it really works. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, that sounds really great. I am so, I know you have to run. Um, so mom duty, right? <laughs> you don't have any Leo kids, do you? Uh, thankfully not yet. No, I've never had the pleasure. No, um, I um, have a Cancer, a Scorpio and a Sag. So okay. it's a fair, fair amount, but no, but, 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 um, you know, I definitely think that all children like have that Leo archetype thing where they want to be the center of the universe. And that's unfortunately why I'm going to have to cut this for short. Yeah. They're calling you. <laughs> talk to you as always. And, uh, I really, I just want to say in closing, don't be afraid to, um, like forget like that Leo is really about love. So like, if you want to like the way to Leo's to a Leo's heart is showing them some love quite frankly you know they 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 will take it like and and run with it you know and, and they are so in themselves such amazing loving lights to 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 be around so if you have a leo in your life and in your corner you you should be considered very lucky yeah <laughs> thank you that's awesome <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna walk everybody through the houses now and i know you have to go but i'm feeling to just you know, complete that and have some fun with it. It would have been more fun with you, but I understand mom duties. Yay. Oh, I wish I'm in, I'm jealous. I'm going to have FOMO. Well, I let me ask you just real quick. You have time, just the, your three children, which houses is Leo in, in those children's charts? Okay. So I have, um, as far as their rising, so I have a Gemini rising, a Cancer rising and a Sag rising um so the gemini rising has leo on the third um and the cancer rising has leo on the second and the sad rising has leo on the uh ninth um so you know well so archetypally just really quick of those things not, not really talking about them in relationship to my children because they're too little really to to, to bear it out but so where you have uh the leo um by by house is was one place where you may want to have you may be known or you may want to be known or or things may be like because the sun rules it and so that's a big dispositor for for anybody you know especially for day births but um it's it's, it's going to be a critical house and it's going to be a house where you are gonna wanna have fun and you probably will have fun unless you have a really weird affliction there of some other type, you know? And it's sure. also a house where um, you, you know, you know what I heard from, this is something I heard from Jen's art because I'm a Virgo rising. Um, and she said this to me about my Leo on the 12th house that like 
we're kind of proud about or this is a paraphrase but like we, we like to be known for our good charitable works or or for like our martyrdom and our suffering and i'm like that's so virgo rising that is so right on you know it's like we're <laughs> what do we want to be known for nothing about ourselves like just everything about like all the things <laughs> so like where you have like the leo energy it might be a place where you want to be known and shine or where you end up you can't really hide what's going on there and it, or it's a very big like central because that's another archetype of the sun central force um guiding your life mm, so nice. excellent yeah awesome yeah, thank you so much for sag too like you could really see how how that fits like with sag with the ninth house sun that really you know they could really be sagittarius and the ninth house energies are very similar to begin with but um, I want to say too that that like when a Leo gets spiritual, they get really spiritual. You know, the extreme like um, religious people and also just like really heartfelt like devotional. Devotion is another a big Leo word. Um, so like a sad rising with Leo with a Leo sun that could be like a like a, somebody that's an extremely spiritually devotional um, type of person. Fervent is what I'm hearing. Yeah, fervent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i wish i could stay for the whole thing yeah, now i'm no I, anyway it was great to be to be with you for sure and to talk about this wonderful sign yeah, with you we will see you back soon and if people have any questions what where's a good place they can reach you yep your email oh yeah i iheartastrology.net rachel at iheartastrology.net well i don't know if it's rachel at, but but if you go to my website there's a place that you could email Cool. I don't know exists, but it's iheartastrology.net is my website. Thank you okay, so thank much, you. Rachel. All, All right. right. Have a great rest of the day. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, yeah. So I figured I'd just figure we'll complete this with the, uh, you know, walking through the houses. So um, off the top of my head. Okay. If you're, if you got Leo rising, you know, obviously <laughs> I am the king of the forest. I am everything. Right. Um, that's very, very loud. You know, uh, a leonine body, physical body, right? Hair, big, big lion's mane hair. Um, you know, and, and certainly how you show up to others is that warm and beautiful, you know, big kid energy. You're, you're here to, to embody, you know, all things leonine and share that with the world, you know, shine that light out in the world. <clears throat> very, very clear. Uh, Leo in the second would, Leo ruling the second house would be um, with, of course, you know, we're using Hellenistic whole sign astrology, whole sign houses. Second house Leo would be where the spotlight is, is on your talents, on your possessions, on the things that you are dear, near and dear to you that you, um, you know, they're very important, your skills and your focus, your, your skills and your talents. Um, and so, and the things that you value. So creativity would be very self-expression, highly valued. Um, third house, uh, sun, uh, sun uh, Leo in the uh, ruling the third house would be shining the light on writing, connecting, networking, neighbors, cousins, in-laws, relatives, um, certainly the mind, right? The intellect, the mind education, especially like early education, like elementary through high school, uh, teaching and sharing and networking, commerce, mer merchants, mercantilism is, is all very much that, you know, selling, promotion and all that. So 
great with promotion. <laughs> you know, uh, fourth house, the sun, a Leo ruling the fourth house cusp would be, you know, that's a that's another that's an angular house like the first. So that's a that's loud. And that's about home and family. And I would say maybe loyalty, loyalty to um, being loyal to one's family is would be very, a very important concept um, in one's life. Uh, the loyalty, where it is, where is it and where it's not and, you know, how it gets expressed and in a very bountiful, brave, courageous way. So family, genealogy, family roots, um, property, home, one's home, one's physical home, I'm sure, you know, um, you know, you have a very grandiose home, maybe you have, you know, gold trim on your furniture, <laughs> you know, something very, very beautiful. Uh, again, of course, this is generally speaking, and it depends upon other aspects in the chart, but, um, you know, you want to know what aspects, you know, other planets make to the sun that would quality, you know, really delineate that further, but generally speaking, fourth house. Okay, fifth house would be about children and, you know, your children, you would have bright, you know, if you had children, they would be, you know, bright, warm, generous, um, you know, dealing with, you know, obviously the vanity thing and, and not overbearing, <laughs> but creative, very wildly creative. A sixth house, uh, you're talking about the joy of Mars. So there may be um, with the sun there, it's like where you shine is work and service, you know, like one's day job and one's uh, daily routine and activities, uh, where and how you serve would have to, you know, like, hey, look at, look at this, look at this work I'm doing, you know, <laughs> and so, and one's um, co-workers or employees, if you have employees, one's co-workers, um, so these, are, that's the area of, of um, where you would have a spotlight. Uh, seventh house is another angular house, and that is, um, would be the marriage house, marriage partnership, one-to-one. -one. So shining a light on one's marriage and one's one-to-one uh, -one relationships with others, um, business partnership, marriage partnership, um, you know, it's, it's uh, all of that, that, that nature. The eighth house would be around the resources of others. So if the second house was your own, the eighth house would be Leo and the eighth would be shining a light on the wealth um, you know, Leo is also about wealth, right? Gold, <laughs> gold is the Leo metal. Um, so the wealth of others and the wealth of others, uh, shared resources with others. Uh, Leo ruling the ninth house cusp as, as you know, Rachel was just saying, um, that would be about, a lot of it is about spirituality and uh, higher wisdom. If the third house is the lower octave of, of lower education, like early childhood education, the higher education, academia, college, higher occult or esoteric wisdom. So they, that would, you know, a very person who's very fervently devoted to that, where they really shine. Uh, the law as well, the justice and the law, the criminal justice system, you know, all of that is, you know, it's where there would be a big focus. It also rules travel, like long distance travel or foreign travel or foreigners and foreign culture. So there would be a big emphasis on that. If you have Leo ruling your 10th house cusp and, you know, the, uh, the fourth of the angular houses, um, that would be about one's dharma, one's career, where one is, um, where they shine in the world is the world stage. You know, you often see a lot of celebrities that have, um, you know, their son is in the 10th house. It's, they're very public figures, whether or not they're Leo, it's the son is in the 10th house. So that's given to celebrity and, you know, being known out in the world and how you're seen in the world. What you bring to the world is like this generosity of spirit and creativity and, you know, ebullience and 
warmth and all those, those good things. Uh, 11th house would be the sun in the 11th would be a uh, Leo in the 11th house would be a big emphasis on friends and network, uh, friends and colleagues, uh, your peers, your colleagues, um, support, the support of friends or you supporting them um, very much a, a really big thing. 11th house is, is the joy of Jupiter. So it's all expansive and it's about one's, you know, fulfilling one's hopes, wishes and dreams and idealism and confidence and with all of that. That's 11th. Uh, 12th house would be, um, you know, it, it's that one behind the scenes. You know, if you have the sun in Leo, it's like the most um, opposite of the places because, you know, typically the archetype is you shining out in the world. But with the 12th house being the joy of Saturn, this is about you shining as a hermit, you know, where maybe people don't see you. You're the, the power behind the throne. It's interesting because the sun represents the throne, but the sun in the 12th house would be like the power behind the throne and wanting, bringing, you know, your light in service to others and not wanting the credit. It's a big deal. You know, there's, there's a very humble Leo for you. If they've got sun in the 12th, you know, it's not about um, them. It's about, you know, others, it, the focus, uh, humility, and, you know, this kind of bhakti yoga, you know, devotion to to the divine and in service to others and not seeking credit. And I also too, um, you know, when it's, when we, um, you know, with the 12th house, it's not an easy place. It's the toughest house in the chart. And so it requires us integrating, um, you know, there's lessons and things that are learned about being in charge and not feeling, you know, shipwrecked and feeling, um, having a sense of agency and purpose and identity. And, and what you come to realize is that it's not about being out in the world. It's, it's you know, that fire within and, and cultivating that in, 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 in a way of humility and being of service to others. So w when we get over feeling, you know, victim, boo-hoo, right? And, and learning like, hey, you know what? You can um, assist others who are, have been marginalized and being in service to them. So that's all I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this little talk about uh, the Leo archetype. And um, if you uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, we always appreciate that. And um, anyway, we will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. This is Irliana Samsara, and that was Rachel Middleton um, of iHeart Astrology. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, namaste, namaste. M much light, mwah, beautiful Leo light to you. <laughs> okay, bye for now. <laughs>